0: Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Malone, Certified Conversion Copywriter, Copy Strategist, and Founder of Copyworks. Join me each week as I speak with experts in the fields of marketing, copywriting, decision-making, psychology, and more, all with one goal, to help you attract your ideal customers and inspire them to take action. If you're using just demographics to find and speak to your target audience, today's episode is going to be a total game changer. I hate to use marketing speak, but it's really appropriate in this case, because today I'm going to talk to you about something called psychographics as opposed to demographics. And I'm also going to get into, first of all, defining what the difference is between the two, and then what they actually are, what psychographics are, how to find the psychographics for your audience, and then how to apply them to your copywriting so you can get and engage more of your ideal audience. All right, let's jump right in. So let's first define psychographics. So demographics are really just the outside shell, if you will, of what you're gonna look for in your customer. And when I say look for, I mean, look for, and when you look for these things, you're also gonna be addressing these people as fitting into that demographic. And I'm gonna tell you why that's not always the best thing. Because the surface, like their where they live, their age, their gender, the marriage status, etc., cetera, can be across the board, the same for people who are vastly different when you get into the psychographics, which I'll get to defining in a second. So one of the memes that I've posted on LinkedIn and it's been out there for a while is when you compare King Charles to Ozzy Osbourne, two people who could not be more different if you tried to find two more different people. But yet, if you look at their demographics, marital status, where they live, they both live in a castle, ages, and etc., they fit the same demographic, but they could not be further different. And that's where the psychographics come in, because psychographics gets into your customers, their values, their beliefs, their interests, and their lifestyle. And finding out the psychographics allows you to craft personalized content that doesn't just speak to them, it speaks about them. Okay, so... You'll be getting into what is it that your customers care about? What keeps them up at night? Understanding these motivations and aspirations is what really sets a good copywriter apart from a great one. Psychographics tap into the mindset of your audience. They empower you to tailor your message on a personal level. So this deeper connection is what's going to boost engagement for you and ultimately help you convert more people. They also, they expand upon demographics. Demographics are very limiting. And they really, as I said earlier, they paint like this incomplete picture of your audience. On the outside, everything looks the same, but the minute you scratch that surface and really start getting into the psychographics, you find those vast differences. So the psychographics will have you look at the, their common interests, regardless you know, of whether they fit into that typical demographic mold. Another advantage to psychographics is you're really gonna pinpoint their, your customer or your ideal customer's pain points. They enable you to really address what is specific to them. I'll give you an example. In the fitness world, which I have written for for many, many years, to describe, you know, if somebody wants to lose weight, okay, so your copy may be something vague. Looking to lose those last 10 pounds, well, that could be anything. It's very vague. So when you actually dig into the psychographics of your customer, you'd be able to describe what that looks like for them. For example, Maybe they're trying on their favorite pair of jeans and all of a sudden they don't zip up right. Or are you tired of lying on your bed in the on your back trying to zip them up? Like Get a visual or just seeing yourself in a photograph and realizing that, whoa, things have gotten out of hand, that kind of thing. But that's diving into really what their emotions are, what they're experiencing that really gets those pain points much more than just some vague, oh, you want to lose 10 pounds sort of thing. And that's why I said it's going to separate average copywriter from the way above average copywriter to a great copywriter. And so you're addressing these concerns that keep them awake at night. And you're also able to, as I just said, that you really can hyper-personalize your copy. So you're empowered to create like content and experiences that speak directly to individuals. So, it's really not just about marketing. It's about building these relationships and building that trust, right, with your audience so they know that you get them. And it creates that strong emotional connection. And what happens when you build that trust is that if people trust you, they're also going to trust that you have a solution for them. It's like, well, he or she really gets me, so they must know what's you know what might work for me. And in addition, when you understand your audience this well, You're building relationships and this is going to result in a much higher return on investment. Okay, so how does it translate to copy? Before I even get into that, let me just go over some of the questions that you might ask when you want to get some of these psychographics. So it could be their attitudes. You want to ask them how they feel about Different things. So again, we'll go back to the fitness example since I started with that. How do you feel when you are not feeling your best? Like when how do you feel when you've realized you've gained some weight? To walk me through your day. That is one of my favorite questions because it really gets you into their kind of their personal life a little bit and they'll divulge as much as they want to for to you but you know, how do you get through your day? What is upsetting you? And so you you can just kind of, I don't structure my questions with my clients super strictly. I have a big idea. It's like with my podcast guests. I know what themes that we're going to talk about, but sometimes we branch off into topics that are related, that are not specific, but they also are really helpful in getting to some eye-opening content and you never know what's going to come up. So You want to go beyond just, again, the the traditional questioning. So you want to ask things like that get into their values. What is really important to them? Is it, you know, their family? Like if they, a lot of times I see it often on LinkedIn, people will have in their bio kind of a sequence of what's important to them. And it could be family or their religion or you know, business, and they'll say in this order, that kind of thing. So you want to know what is the order of things in their life that's important to them. And so this could be somebody who really values the environment, for example. So if you have a lot of your clients or customers that are really concerned about global warming or something, you can maybe bring that into your copy. So in, with when it comes to environmental sustainability, for example, like a brand like Patagonia emphasizes their eco-friendly production process. So that would appeal to the values of someone who values the environment. So they address that. And attitudes, they often influence like how we perceive and react to situations or products. So if a customer has a positive attitude for, toward personal fitness and wellness, a health brand that promotes... An active lifestyle can leverage that information in their marketing strategy and their interests. If what do they enjoy doing in their spare time? You know, what do you do on the weekends? What you know, what do you enjoy doing? Do you have any hobbies? And it could be from reading to cooking to outdoor activities like hiking or gardening. A lot of times in the beginning of my uh, interviews with my podcast clients, I ask them for something interesting, and I do that for a few reasons. And one is because it kind of lightens up the conversation. We start out on a fun note. So I always make sure it's something that that person really enjoys doing. And people have talked about everything from learning chess to photographing street artists to being in a, a punk rock band. I mean, these are things you wouldn't normally expect from someone. And this is the same with your customers. Like, what is it that they do? So you know that they have this particular issue they're concerned with but tell me about the rest of your life kind of thing. So maybe they garden, you know? So these are things when you write the copy, you can weave in. And even things like if they tend to go for walks and maybe a few people mentioned they have golden retrievers, which is a popular dog breed that are very lovable. And to to kind of weave that in, it adds lightness to, even if they don't have a golden retriever. I mean, just you can relate to that and you can kind of connect to that part of that person's life. And then their lifestyle, their habits and routines, You know, are they super busy? Do they make time for certain things? Like These are all the conversations that you wanna be having to see what do they consider as important in their life? And then their personality traits. Do they tend to be adventurous? Are they outdoorsy? So if it's a brand like Patagonia, I would assume that they would be outdoorsy people. Uh, What do they do when they go outdoors? Are they hikers? Do they like to travel? You want to have a lot of these, these questions lined up ahead of time. But then when you're talking to them to actually branch off into things that seem to really spark their interest. And when people talk about something that's of interest to them, you could see it in their body language. You can hear it in their voice. They get excited about something. And that's when you want to follow up on that and really dig into it. Let's look at how you can incorporate these psychographic characteristics into your marketing. So I mentioned the eco-conscious customer. Okay, they might appreciate receiving content related to sustainability. If you are tailoring product benefits, so align those benefits with their values, their interests, and their lifestyles. So if they really value health and wellness, emphasize how your product or service contributes to achieving these goals. And then in your content, you want to resonate, make sure it resonates with their attitudes, their interests and values. And it could be carried over into blog posts, social media content or emails that speak directly to their preferences and their aspirations. So this is something that should be across the board if you find similarities between a lot of your customers to use that to your advantage to connect with them. And it could be on any kind of post. It could be social media, it could be emails, it could be blog posts. And again, it gives you that understanding or they understand that you understand them, you get them. So these are insights that really resonate with them and it drives engagement, it helps conversions and ultimately brand loyalty. So, Think about the next time when you are researching your next piece of content and you're maybe talking to some new customers, be sure to weave in these questions. And some people will be willing to talk more than others. You always have the people who are super talkative and then you have ones that give yes and no kind of answers. So you need to kind of use your emotional intelligence to figure out how open this person is going to be. Or you can ask them ahead of time. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of you know, questions? I wouldn't say personal questions because then they're maybe be taken back by that, but just, can I ask some questions about your lifestyle just to help better understand, you know, where you're coming from and that type of thing. And I think when you approach it that way, people will probably say, no, sure. You know, and then you'll know when to stop hopefully. (laughs) So I hope you found this helpful and be sure to weave these into your next conversations with your customers and clients, and then be sure to include it in your copy as much as you can. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening. And that is a wrap of today's episode. I hope you found some actionable advice that you can use to help you improve your copy conversions. And for even more copywriting exclusive tips, be sure to click the link in the show notes to sign up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss a beat. And as always, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps me out. Talk again soon.